Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Worship His Majesty Unto Jesus Be your glory Amazing Grace, found in uh, page 280, 280 in verse, and we're going to sing verses 1, 2, and 3. Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound,
Thank you. Um, our next next prayer and worship will be um, found in page three seven three, first verse. Like a shepherd, lead us. Holy Jehovah, the God adorned in splendor, holy and with honor, we bless, we glorify, and praise thee. Have mercy upon us, thy children who are gathered here. Bless us and our work. May the Holy Spirit dwell with us so that we may be able to serve thee according to thy will. Therefore, we praise thee in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. We may be seated. Um, now we got announcements, then uh, we're going to go into special music. Hello, hi, good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, just a, a reminder that uh, with Pastor Miller's church and us, we have decided to do a water for the homeless. And what we're doing is collecting cases of water, bringing it here to the church, and then on a specific day, um, we're going to take all this water down to Salvation Army, and then they're going to pass it out to the homeless, because, you know, the summer gets really hot over here. So watch your ads, and when you see cases of water on sale, please go cool and let's help out in the community that way. And then on Saturday, May 20th, we're having a flapjack breakfast. It's going to be held at Applebee's at Lake Mead and Rainbow. The information is printed in the back of your program, so take a look at it, and if you have any questions, give me a holler. Thank you. Now we're going to um, uh, have special music by Uncle Primo. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I have two songs here I want to share with you. And a song that I'm going to see. I claim the blood. And this is a song that I just learned how to sing it for very me. And I'll give God all the glory for the song that he made me to sing. And I want to hope that the best you folks do. Mm -hmm. <coughs> 
not to go where I have went. Lord, can you hear my prayer? Lord, can you hear my prayer? Lord, can you hear my prayer? Amen. Good morning, church. Aloha. We have Pastor Luigi in, in the temple today, God's temple. Amen? Amen. Uh, thank you, all of you, for being here today. Auntie Millie, the rest of the congregation. Um, we don't have Auntie Mary here today and Kahu, so I'm here. <laughs> God blessed me with a Bible study and running church today, so amen. amen. Well, um, our letter today will be found in Second uh, Peter's. First verse, uh, um, the first reading, verses three and four. And um, in this in this reading, uh, Peter's going to talk about uh, the promises and the fate of uh, <clears throat> of God's divine power. So, um, by His divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. We have received all of this by coming to know Him, the One who called us to Himself by means of His marvelous glory and excellence. And because of His glory and excellence, He has given us great and precious promises. These are the promises that enable you and I to share His divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires of what's the world, what, what, what goes on in the world today. So what God is saying here that um, with all His grace, love, and mercy that He brings upon us each and every day is really precious in our lives and that we must uh, take advantage of all the glory that He give to, gives to us in His excellence. Is, he gave us His Son that shed His blood on Calvary for us so that we could live the lives we live today. He gave us the foundation that we stand on to serve Him in His eyes and in His ways. He gave us the opportunity to share all His wisdom and knowledge with everyone around us. And uh, it's in His divine power and His glory that He and His excellence that He wants us to all prosper in His words. So we got to go out there and uh, share what God's given to us and take opportunities of us. Because God's promises, when He gave us that open door for us to come and receive Him, He said He would never leave or forsake us. So He dwells in us, in, in us each and every day. So we have no excuse to go out there and say we cannot. Because He already has taken all that away and He's given us His power and His authority to go out there and share His love and His grace and His mercy to overcome whatever evil has out there for us to stumble. So there's, He'll heal us in sickness. He'll provide for us each and every day of food, drink, clothing, that stuff that we don't even have to worry about because He already said that He'll provide for us each and every day. Amen? Amen. 
And the glory to that is we get his freedom. The freedom to share. The opportunity to give love to one another. The opportunity to leave all of our um, sicknesses, our worries, our whatever it is to do with finances. When you're in on struggle, just lay it before his feet. Come into prayer and ask God for forgiveness. And ask God to provide whatever needs you need. Because that's the opportunity and that's what we have. That's what he gave to us. And there's nobody else that we can go to and tell them our problems and they're going to give us the opportunity for say, oh, yeah, I'm going, to, um, I'm going to do this for you because it's hard. We're all in the same struggle together. So we got to give everything to God because that's, that's what he wants us to do. He likes when we give him all, all our worries, our pains. We, he likes when we come before him and give him the opportunity to heal us. No matter if, if it's from cancer. And um, since we're on that subject, I'm going to share something with you real fast. Um, in the past, I don't know if you guys remember, but I had something growing on here. It was a mole. And Kim always told me, hun, that thing coming big. Nah, not coming big. It's, it's good. But every time the shave will go over, the thing stops. So, yeah, it got to be growing, right? <laughs> so, I finally um, get out of it. And I, always, I said, okay, I'm going to... I can go doctor then because you said go doctor, but in my heart, I already was praying to Jesus, and I would always put my hand on him and tell Jesus, Jesus, can you help me and take this away? And um, he did. One day I went home, I was in the shower, and the thing just fell off, bled for a little bit, and so I called Kim. I said, so now you tell me if God no do miracles. Then she was like, oh, what happened? I said, the thing went fall off. Just went fall off. She said, uh, did you get it? Because we got to take him to the doctor. I said, it's down the drain. What you like me do? <laughs> but, you know, and um, auntie, he helped you he, um, overcome your cancer. But he gives us that opportunity to just lay it all before him and he'll do it. And if you put your 100% into what you believe and not wander off and think that somebody else's opinion is better, it ain't. God's, God's word and his promises here is what he wants us to believe and put our 110% faith into him. He'll heal. The doctors out there will give you a medicine. They're going to make you suffer. God heal. Even with medicine. I stopped taking my medicine. I had um, high blood pressure, cholesterol, diabetes. And the thing was kind of making me all funny kind, going downhill. I stopped taking them now. I'm good. Because I just put all, you got to put all your faith into Jesus. That's what he died on the cross for. For give us the opportunity to lay everything before him that he'll heal us. He'll provide for us. He'll give us that foundation to stand firm on. And if we, we feel that um, we got to do something else, then... Go into prayer and ask. Because when you ask, you're going to receive. And he states that in the Bible, in his book of life. This is our foundation right here. And the more we study into this and believe and become his food, his, in his fullness, you're going to see miracles happen. Because I can, it happened for me. 
and um, he's uh, gave me the opportunity to be up here today. It's something that I never thought I would do. Every time I say, oh, I'm going to church, I'm going to sit in the back, and I just go and absorb all I can, and just, that's what it is. <laughs> but um, going back a few years, uh, in, my, in my teens, I was into drugs. I did um, everything of the world that could uh, give to me, and I took advantage of what the world gave to me and went put me in a bad situation. And uh, I, I called upon God, and uh, he answered me prayers, and uh, he brought me to uh, Hope Chapel, Kaneohe, with uh, Ralph Moore. That's where um, my, walk, my walk started from my life being in the world. And uh, he gave me the opportunity to um, pastor to youths at Bobby Benson, the drugs and all that stuff. So I, got, I did that. And along the way, again, a lot of stumbling blocks put me through a bad marriage. Um, maybe it was bad in my eyes, but maybe in his eyes was supposed to turn out good, but I went the other way. But then he blessed me with my wife that I have today. And she's, um, she's been with us. Me and her have been together, and when, I believe he brought us together because we were both in um, situations where our prior relationships was falling apart. So we just was, we started off, you know, like everything else, friends, and we just supported each other all the way through till today. And she supports her, uh, she supports me in whatever I do. I support her in whatever I do, and um, it's through prayer and all my faith that I give into Him because God's promises is bold, and He's He's awesome. So that's where I am today. And in that walk, He gave me a vision before we moved to Vegas of one church. I would always close my eyes and pray, and he'd show me on church. I was like, what are you showing me on church for? <laughs> is it, I'm going to move to Vegas, and I'm going to be going to this church? What, what, what is this? But as time went on, he kind of keep putting it in my mind, and we came to this church, but this is not the church he's showing me. He's showing me a bigger church on big land. So... My belief is that he put me here because we will probably plant one church, one bigger church, yeah. so that we can have the doors in a place where we're going to be the center of everybody and they'll see the church so that they can come. Amen. Amen. And uh, the next thing he did is he got me up here talking to you guys right now and sharing his love, grace, and mercy and his wisdom and all of that stuff. So, uh, God is good. God is awesome. And he's brought us, he brought me to this point where I'm beyond the belief already. He's got me. He's got, he, and um, I believe he got all you guys too because you guys are sitting in here today. Amen? So God's promises is real. It is it is bold. It's awesome. It's the thing that we need to stand on each and every day. When we wake up in the morning, we lay all our... Opala from yesterday, give him one to him, lay him on his feet, he'll take care of it, no worries. You shot on your rent, God gonna help you. Believe me, because there's a lot of times where I came out shot on my rent, but for some reason the rent got paid. How? I don't know, but got paid. Uh, we go to, it's something, sometimes we want stuff, it's stuff that we want, but at that time, it's not his blessing. Forgive us at that time, because it's a want. If we end up, uh, 
things of he knows that we need it, he'll give it to us. He'll bless us with that need. He'll never, like I said again, I'm going to say them again, it's written in Hebrews. He'll never leave or forsake us. He'll always provide. Amen? Amen. So that's, God has a lot of promises. If we read through, we can go on and on. I can read this whole thing for the next five hours because I know no more in church after this. <laughs> right, Auntie? Yes, no more. This is the church. <laughs> but um, anyway, yeah, God has a lot of promises. And uh, I share this with you. Just believe and Whenever you get nothing for do and you say you know more nothing for do, you get all the time in the world, put that time into the Bible. Put that time into prayer. Give it all to God because he gave his son on Calvary for us. So that's the opportunity for us to pray for one another. Pray for if you got something going on, sickness, what, whatever needs you need. Just lay it before him, pray, and he'll give it. Amen? Amen. Uh, I guess that's all I have for today, but um, it's not only my word that counts. We got Auntie Millie in here, so you're going to share a little bit and justify that. And after that, we can have Pastor Luigi come up and justify everything else, what God had to offer for each and every one of us. Amen. Am I doing good or... Am I okay? Thank, thank you, God. <laughs> I just got to get justification because the first times I came up here, I was like, aww. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. He gave me the heads up. Can you come speak? I said, you know what? Let's see what God says, right? I was telling let's see what God says. It's always better when God says, amen? Beautiful. I love that. Praise God. I was looking at the program, and I just love whoever did this. Grounded in the Word. Grounded. Hi. Uh, reflecting Christ's love. You cannot reflect what you don't have. And what you have got to be grounded in the Word of God. Then you open to the Spirit. And it's, people call it, I feel funny. <coughs> You know, our people say, I feel funny, but that's okay. That's the Holy Spirit. He wants to work more inside of us because we got ourselves into the word. When that word comes in and the Lord really meets you where you're at, you get this reflection of him because nobody else can take that away. Amen? Amen. And then you have a welcoming journey. Well, when you go with the Lord, it is a journey. One day you think, I'm going this way, and the Lord says, no, take a turn around. I need you to do a U-E, and then he takes you another way. Like today, I was headed that way, and God said, no, come back this way. And it's always good when you follow the Spirit. You have to be open to the Spirit, because he's going to take you right where you are always needed. Amen? Amen. And this is beautiful. I don't know who did this, but this is so beautiful in our program. Inviting. Inviting others along. Wow, God is so good when he's inviting others along. You know what? People are going to just run after you. In Jesus' name, yeah? And I like this part. If we never understood why we wanted to be grounded in the word, it's nourishing. It is nourishing. You you get what God is trying to say, and it's just that right bite size for you, and it's just in time for your taking, and it's like you sat down and you had a meal with him. So nourishing their connections. And last but not least, giving generously. Um, you know, um, 
when God comes and he just impresses upon our heart to give generously, the first thing that comes to our mind is, must be money. But you'd be surprised. He just wants you who you are, your gift of who he gave you that you all of a sudden stumbled over and you thought, oh, this is what I can do. He tells us, turn around and give it out generously. We don't think we are good. Well, I didn't for a long time. I didn't think I had it. But God said, just go over there and say this, do that, and all that. And before you knew it, God was just moving in everybody else's life. So that's what I want to thank God for. That I was reading this, and I just was so touched by this, this beautiful words. And, of course, the color grabbed me first because green represents growing. And if you're going to grow, grow towards God. And Jesus said, you know, I am the vine. So if he's the vine, what are we? We're the branches, right? And if we are the branches and you watch a real vine, the branches cannot do nothing without the vine. If the branches just go on its own, then it's going to wither away. So it takes a grounding into the vine, which Jesus said, I am the vine. And when we get closer to him, to get into the vine, which is Jesus Christ, which he is the living word. Okay? In the beginning was the word, John 1, uh, John, the gospel of John, chapter 1, verse 1 says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And then when you, in the Christmas programs, you always hear them say, and the word became flesh. This thing called word became flesh. Why? Because in the first beginning, in Genesis 1-1, it was just spoken. All it was was just spoken. God said, let the, let the heavens come forth, let there be light. And, and when he finished by the seventh day, he said, and everything was good. That's who we are. If we let God create in us, let his word come alive in us, then we will become that part where he says, and all this and he looked upon it, and it was all good. God always sees us good, and he always will, because why? He made room for us at the cross. He made room for us at the cross purposely. And how do we know? He said it in the Garden of Eden to Eve and to Adam, yeah? He made that way. He made that promise from the seed seed of the woman, Yeah? God was going to send his, his um, answer to us. And we found out that the seed of the woman was Mary. She, gave, she, she conceived, right, yes. from the Holy Spirit. Today we have Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ went about ministering about God, never failing to, sit, to talk to everybody about his Father. And last but not least, he went and showed us. There's the talking and there's the showing. The showing was on the cross. And the blood that he shed is the only thing that God sees. He sees the blood of his son over you, and no matter what your past was like, you're covered. Because when he sees the son of Jesus Christ on us, which is the blood, no matter what the devil keeps telling us, we are wrong because we did it before in our past. That blood of Jesus covers us. And you always hear people say, I plead the blood of Jesus over over things, right? And I used to think, why do we have to beg the blood of Jesus? Then I learned when I was going to, uh, when I was having Rama Bible Institute, the class was, you're not begging. You're reminding God that when Jesus went to the cross, that blood had meaning. 
and the pleading you're saying is, God, that blood on the cross, I'm putting it on this situation. I'm putting it here because it, there's a healing that's needed. I'm putting it here because somebody needs to live and live more abundantly. I'm putting it on the situation, and we got to do that today. Put the blood of Jesus on every situation because he went to the cross just for us, just so that we can know the blood ever lives. Yeah? When, when Cain killed Abel, all Abel's blood could do was cry out to God from the ground. But when Jesus went to the cross, he said, no, I'm, in three days I'm going to rise again. And didn't he? Yep. He rose on the third day. Then he went to show himself to how many people? On top of that, he was ascended into heaven. You don't see anybody ascending up unless they're in the circus act and they're on some string that's pulling them up. But this was actual ascending, and he was going back to the Father. And he's sitting on the right hand of the Father. So when we take that blood of Jesus Christ and we said, I recognize that blood on the cross. I recognize that that blood was for me, and I'm grabbing it, Lord. I'm taking it by belief. I'm grabbing that blood of Jesus Christ, yeah? And I do this because I have a family. They go away. They go away from the Lord. They do all these things that are wrong. And I take God's blood, and I say on top of my, um, my grandchildren and my children, I said, I plead the blood of Jesus that they may be runaways. But you know what, Lord? You can work in their lives. Amen. So I plead your blood on this family member that's going backwards. And the devil will not have it. So we're in a war, people. We're in a war because the devil has such a short time more to go. And in that short time, he's going to cause havoc. But you know what we're supposed to do? We're supposed to make him stumble over us. He fears anybody that picks up the Bible. Yeah? And he shrinks when you start to read the Bible. And he simply runs away because you get into the Bible. You get grounded in the Word. You get reflection of Christ in you. You're open to the Spirit. You're welcoming the journey. The journey is a good journey when you're with Jesus Christ. It's a good journey. Because you know why? He said, I came to bring you life and life more abundantly. If you lift me up, I will draw how many men? All men unto me. Why? Because Jesus said, I am the answer. Before we used to say, God, I have a problem. And you know what God said? Go ahead, son. Tell him what you do. And Jesus said, I am your answer. That's what I want to close with because God is so good. And thank you for letting me. Thank you for letting me share. Like this? Okay. Good sitting. Pastor Luigi? Sure. A little bit. We get um, oh, Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Amen. Usually, when I come, I usually share what's going on in the world, right? Globally. I mean, all signs showing right now where we're at, if you can agree with me. We're living in the last days. That's evident that we're living in the last days. Um, war. The Bible says, three books in the Bible. Matthew chapter 24, Mark chapter 13, and Luke chapter 21. Okay, I'm not going to go through that, but you take that, you go read them for yourself on your own, and, and you're going to see evidently that these things are happening right now. We, are, we know that in uh, North Korea, we know what's going on in North Korea. The, the president or that communist leader there, Kim, he, uh, 
He said he wants to blow America off the map, just like Iran says they want to blow America off the map. Of the map. Even now, Syria got involved. Russia got involved. You, you just heard recently, this past week, Russia said that they are going to try to uh, line up with all these guys. And um, it's happening, church. It's happening. So if it's happening, what about us? Anybody had that question? What about us? What, what, what we should be doing then if these things will come to pass? I believe that we need to get into God's word more than ever before. Amen? Amen. More than ever before, we need to get... I wanted to... Um, if you, Your bulletin. If you look at our... Um, the bulletin this morning. The Kumuhana. What it says there. Growing in faith. Turn with me real quickly to... Romans chapter 10. Romans chapter 10. Okay? It's amazing what faith can do. According to the word of God, faith, your faith and my faith, if we had faith, in, in the, test, the New Testament says, if we had faith as big as the mustard seed. Anybody know, cooks in the house, how big the mustard seed is? The mustard seed is very, very tiny. You can hardly uh, see it. If you close your, your hand like this, squeeze your thumb and your finger, you, the, the seed just disappear. You can cover it up. But it says, if we had faith, as a grain of mustard seed, we can say, speak to this mountain, be thou removed, and be cast into the sea, and it shall be removed. Amen? Amen. And the word of God says, and it shall be removed. Amen. Romans chapter 10, verse 17. Amen? If you got it, say amen. Let me say this. It says, so faith cometh by hearing, and hearing the word of God. Amen? amen. And hearing the word of God. So if you feel in your own life where you're at right now, and you cannot, and I'm speaking through my heart, I'm speaking, because I've been there, couldn't understand the Word of God, couldn't understand what they were speaking about in the Word of God. I know I'm talking to myself this morning. But the Word of God tell us, tells us, so then faith cometh by hearing. And hearing the word of God. The Bible says, if two or three just would agree, it shall be done. There's power in agreement. Amen? Even in the world, without God in it, there's power in agreement in that. But when you and I come together, the Bible says, where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst. So because you and I are gathered here this morning, in this room, in this house, Jesus is already here. Amen. I said it. Jesus is already here. But there's some things that you have and I have close out the barriers or the atmosphere that Jesus can't come in. Amen. And it's because of your mind concept and my mind concept that holds back the true blessings that would come forth in your life and my life. Amen. Um, 
if faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God, then what's going on in my life? And I'm just speaking about myself right now. I remember a couple, three years now. It's going to be three years now. But I, I, I introduced this, this to you for the first time when I, I um, found out for myself and my wife. I told my wife several weeks afterwards. But when I went to the doctors, the doctor said he needed to see me. And when he told me that the information, told me that they diagnosed that I had cancer. And according to him, he said, in three, a tree stage. Now, that was going on four years now. So when the doctor told me, Luigi, it's an urgent attention that you got to look at and you got to go to into, we got to do something about it right away. I said, okay, thank you. He said, what? Okay, thank you. I said, yes, thank you for letting me know what I have. And he was kind of shocked. He looked at me. He thought I, was, I went in shock because I wasn't responding like anybody else would respond, I guess. Uh, somebody who, uh, for us, that word, that, that word cancer is a bad word. Amen? Amen? Even in our physical. When anybody received this word and, and uh, somebody tell you that, it's like swearing to them. Yeah. Right? It's, it's a condemning uh, word. When I heard this, and I, I, I stopped, and I looked at the doctor, and he, he was like, you okay? He keep checking on me. You okay? You okay? Are you all right? Everything okay? Because I wasn't responding to him. Like, I guess he wanted me to respond. Like, oh, all exhausted, depressed, and everything. I said, oh, doc, I want to first thank you. He said, you want to thank me? I said, yes. I want to thank you for letting me know what I have. He said, I just told you what you have. You want me to thank you? You want, you want to thank me? I said, yes, because you know why? I told him, you know why? You know what I'm, I'm going to do now? He says, before you told me what I have, I didn't know. But now you're telling me what I have, I can go to my doctor, whose name is Jesus. I said, I'm going to talk to him, and I'm going to let him know that's, that's not my problem. No more. That's going to be his problem. Amen? Amen? Yes. See, if God called me into ministry... Or call any one of us into this life. According to the word of God in, in uh, Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11. says God has a plan, specific plan for all of us. A plan. <laughs> the plan that he has for us is, is peace and hope. Amen. Every one of, you know the, the hardest thing for you and me is to uh, acknowledge we have peace in God. The Bible says God gives us peace which passes all understandings. Amen. So when I told the doctor this, he's like, he went back paddle a little bit. I said, Doc, I'm going to go before the Lord and I'm going to ask God to help me. I'm going to ask God to help me. He said, well, I still need you to come back. So I came back the second time with my wife. And when my wife heard it, she was like that. What? Why didn't you tell me? And she's here so she can vouch for me. Why didn't you tell me that the doctor told you you had that? I said, well, I wanted you to hear it for yourself from the doctor. Amen. Amen. And I tell you, God is a good God. Amen. We serve a good God. And, you know, it does not mean that uh, I, gotta, I cannot just do, I, gotta just, I can trust in God, yes. But there's certain things that I got to do, initiate in my own uh, life I gotta do at the same time I gotta watch how I eat the things that I I do you, you understand what I'm trying to say because we blame we blame God 
Every time we blame God for certain things you and I go through. Amen? But it's not God. God did not make you imperfect. He made us perfect in Him. In ourselves, we are flaws. We get, we get plenty of flaws in our life, in our own self. Amen? But when we trust our heart and life in God, God takes good care of us, people. I said God takes good care of us. Amen? And if God has a plan for you, allow God to work in you and, and allow you to focus on the plan that he has available for you. Available for you. Amen? I had this. I can share with others how good God is and how, how good God has been to me as we trust God. Amen? And I can, you know, I'm, you might say, you're crazy. You don't know. You never go through everything that I go through. A lot of us have gone through a lot of things. And some of us still going through certain things in our life. Amen? And I'm not saying anything about it. I'm saying, but if we can put faith, our faith in God, God can turn the table around. See, the Bible says in, in John chapter 10, you heard me quote this a lot of times, but the thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That's the word. John chapter 10, verse 10. But Jesus picked up the word. And went on, he says, but I have come, this is Jesus, but I have come that you may have life and have life more abundantly. Anybody in this room this morning would love to receive abundant life? Amen. Amen. Right now, I told God, I don't want to wait to go to heaven to receive abundant life. I like live the abundant life right now while I'm here on this planet earth. That's why sometimes you see when I'm here, I act kind of crazy. I get excited. Amen. I get excited. I cannot keep quiet because I know who I am in God. I'm not saying you should know. Every one of us, individually speaking, we have our personal relationship with God on our own. I'm at certain level. I'm at this level. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a radical right now for God. I, never, I, I haven't just got here overnight. I was just like John. I used to hang out with my friends in the clubs. I used to do drugs. I used to deal drugs. But when God got a hold of my life, things started to change. Sorry, John. <laughs> See, when I get excited, I throw things. <laughs> but I express myself a lot with my hands. I don't know why. But when you're excited about the message that's in you, things around you got to move out of the way. Things got to change. Amen. I said, things got to change. You cannot stay in the same place forever. You got to trust God. You got to be sick and tired of being sick and tired. Anybody are sick and tired of being sick and tired? Amen. When you get to that place, you're sick and tired of being sick and tired. And say, Jesus, I need you right now. I cannot do nothing without you, Jesus. I need you. And when you can cry out to God, and I can promise you this, he's right there for you. He would pick you up with his loving arms and give you a big hug. And I can promise you this. He can take you to the next level in this life right now. We don't have to wait. There's a lot of people out there dying. They might be walking physically. They might look healthy, big muscles, everything, looking pretty and everything. But they're dying because they don't have Jesus in their life. 
you and I, we can live a life. We can live an abundant life. Why? Because we get Jesus in this life. I tell you, even if I die now, I'm not, I'm not afraid of dying. Amen. I, I know who I am. I know where I'm going. Amen. This wall and these rumors of war can scare those that's in the flesh. And say what I should do. My, my company, my, the boss that I were under, and he, he, he built a, a bomb shelter in his property. Almost a half a mile under the ground. And he got, he got containers and storage. He says, when, if anything happened, he says he can live underneath the ground for three months. He has uh, generators and everything to run and supply him. For three months, he can live underground. And you see, people of the world, in the world, think like this because they don't have God. And some of us as believers, or maybe Christians, like I said, I said the last time I was a Christian 15 years ago. I walk as a Christian. I lived as a Christian. But 15 years ago, I got saved. Listen, I got saved. I became a believer. So today, I'm a believer of this word. And whatever this word tells me and whatever this word says, this is what I'm doing. If the word tells me to walk through the door, guess what? I'm going to walk through the door. Amen? And, I, and you guys heard me say that last time. I was here. That door might be closed, but if God tell me to walk through the door, guess what? I'm going to walk through the door. I'm not going to need nobody to uh, open the door for me. And guess what? I will walk through the door. We're living in these days right now, right now, this very hour. We're living in this day that God will pour out His Spirit upon all flesh. Amen. According to the Word of God. In the last days, I will pour my, my Spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. The Bible says that we, as believers, amen, as believers, we will have the authority over the things of this world. Satan is the God of this world. Amen. I wish I had the time to teach you these things. But Satan is the God of this world. So he is the ruler of this world. He is the God of this world. And you and I can agree with me that he's doing a good job here on this earth. He put doubts in, in your mind. He put doubts in our life. He put doubts in your relationship. This is why there's a lot of marital relationships and marriage that's going on. Even in the house of God that's in chaos. In fact, if you look at Barnum and Barnum uh, statistics, the, 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 the house of God in, in, in the area of uh, divorce have more percentage than those that's in the world. That's what Barnum and George Barnum, he do statistics. And, and, and if you look it up, this is what's taking place in the, in, in the church. Why? Too many times the church has been walking and operating in the natural and not in the supernatural. When God called you out of the world, you no longer should be walking as natural people anymore. We should be walking as supernatural people. And I'm not saying this because I'm, my mind is lost. I'm saying this because this is what the Word of God say. This is what the Word of God say. Mark chapter 16 tells us, we shall lay hands on the sick, and the sick shall be healed. Amen. Amen? John tells us that Jesus spoke to the disciples. He says, and greater work shall you do in my name. 
greater works. You and I can agree that the church have not even touched in it yet. This is what we should be doing. Man, this church should be packed. Because the power of God is in this place. Unless we quench the Spirit of God. You, you know what I mean by quenching the Spirit of God? Ma- majority of t- the time, majority of the time, the churches had quenched the Spirit of God. This is why if you look in Revelation chapter, uh, chapter 3 verse 20, it says, Here I stand at the door and knock. This is Jesus speaking in that chapter, the Word of God. He said, Here I stand at the door and knock. If any man open the door, I would come in and sup with him. You know, a lot of churches, Jesus still knocking at the door and the church members and the church leaders are not, not opening the door for, for Jesus to come into the church. Maybe I'm in the wrong place. No. Hallelujah. We need to guard our hearts. We need to protect this mind of ours. We need to put on the armor of Christ. We need to put on not just part of the armor, but the whole armor of God. And let God reign in your life. Amen. Let God reign fully in your life. You can walk. You see, the Bible says in, in, um, in uh, Psalms, laughter, church can have fun too. Laughter is as medicine to the soul. They said if a, a person laughs, his, his physical body sends out chemical into his body and distribute out throughout the body. And whatever disease might be there is captured because of his laughter. You like be healthy. Go listen to some good godly comedy. I'm, I'm telling you the truth. Amen. You laugh. How many of you are happy when you're laughing? I never see somebody sad and laughing. Amen. You get excited when you're happy. You like tell everybody, oh, you don't know where I just came from. Amen. You don't know what just went happened to me. It's, it's, this is what God wants for all of us. He wants you and I to be happy. Amen. This is what the, this is what the word of God say. Amen. He wants us to receive an abundance Abundance. God has this for all of us. Growing in faith. I need to grow in my faith in God. This year there's a lot of uh, uh, tasks on my table. that We're going back to Korea this year. And some people said, you're going back to Korea? Wow. (laughs) You know, one thing this past year we went to Korea, my wife and I. Korea is amazing. We went to um, South Korea. But South Korea is amazing the way they built everything, every structure that they built. We went to a church that the church was uh, planted uh, seven, eight stories under the ground. It was 13 stories high, eight stories underground. The main sanctuary was eight stories under the ground. But how awesome the architecture, how the design and everything. They have natural light from the top going down into the uh, sanctuary. One seating, 100,000 members in one seating. The awesome thing about this church is that the uh, rail comes, the, stop, the end of the rail stops right at the church's door. 
and it's deep underground. If any nuclear device would set off, you know, let me go on before I go this, say this, but they said every, every day, every day, um, how much people come to prayer every day, five o'clock in the morning? A hundred thousand people. Four o'clock in the morning. Hundred thousand people comes to the church and pray. Hundred thousand people come to the church and pray. You know what they're doing? That, that church. The name of the church is Agape Church. Sarang is in. That's uh, Korean, but it means Agape. But um, they send in missionaries to America. It's amazing. See, the first missionary from America went to Korea in 1952. So now they're turning around. They got the message. America lost the message. You understand? America lost the message. They're turning around, and now they're sending missionaries to America. And I don't know if you know, but home, back home in Hawaii, there's a lot of Korean churches there. Right where I live in the Eva area, there's maybe three or four Korean churches that's uh, operating in the area. I'm saying this, that your faith and my faith need to grow. We cannot be, as believers in this last days, status quo. You have unsafe family? Anybody get unsafe family? In two weeks, I'm going to be burying my mom. I got to do her funeral. And I'm not sad that she passed on. I'm rejoicing because I know where she's at. It's because my mom, I'm standing behind this pulpit today. It's because my mom, my wife is sitting where she's sitting and serving God. My mom, when she got saved, she got radically saved. Just like me, I'm crazy for Jesus. So I'm not saddened that I have to do my mom's service. I'm excited. I told my, my wife how we're going to plan the service and everything. We're going to have one great celebration. We're, you know, we're going to have one luau. And it, it's not, it's evident because I got cousins that called me up to say, said that, you know what, we can do all the cooking. We're going to do all the cooking. And they make some good food, Pastor Millie. You know us Hawaiians, right? <laughs> they know how to eat. But um, I pray Uncle Norman be there too. So, you know, it's a celebration of life. But what I'm striving for is to get the message, the gospel message out to my family. I love my family, and I know you love your family. But the time is counting down, church. The time is counting down. I don't know even if, and I'm not saying this, but I don't know even if this year may complete this year. It might, we, we are approaching, or not even approaching, we in World War III right now. I said we are in World, World War III right now. Amen? You know when they were in hit, um, Hawaii in 1941? A lot of the world didn't know what was going on because they were distant away. Right now, where we at in Hawaii, we kind of close to uh, North Korea, and Hawaii has the one of the biggest base, defensively speaking. We have one of the defensive, the biggest defensive base 
on uh, in the United States to uh, our allies because all our allies surround closely around us. Even in here, the Western America side. So they got to come and, and do something to try to uh, put their, uh, they call it the beachhead. Anybody know military speaking beachhead means they got to come and take the grounds before they can really dis- establish there. You know, the, the enemy, the devil, he has uh, taken a lot of churches as his beachhead. And he's destroying a lot of the church today. Amen. You know the, the sad part? The church cannot come together in unity. And I, was, I spoke here last night at uh, Sean's, Pastor Sean's uh, uh, stuff that he had last night. And I was kind of heartbroken because heartbroken because a lot of the churches was, was invited and wasn't here. And maybe that I told him the the time schedule that you know there's pure aloha going down at the uh, silver ten. There's all kinds of stuffs happening, but that's natural worldly stuffs that's taking place. Sometimes we as believers, okay, Christians, I can excuse the Christians, but I cannot excuse the believers. We as believers need to know how to define what we need to be doing. And what we want to be doing. Amen. John went verify that this morning. Something he wanted. But wasn't what he needed. Just like you and I. There's things we want. But also there's things you need. Amen. I don't know about you. I need Jesus. More than ever before. I need Jesus in my life. Amen. If these signs are evident that he is coming back soon, I need Jesus in my life. I need Jesus in my life. Amen. I cannot do without him. Amen. If I have to beg my family members, go down on my knees and beg them, please, please, come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. I don't know what it would take, but please come to Jesus. Amen. Let them know how much you love them and how much they, he loves them. Amen? Amen? You know, I don't want to go on too much, but when you and I can just trust God and allow him to live in your heart and life, you don't have to preach the gospel to anybody. All you need to do is, all you need to do is live the gospel. And people are going to see there's something different about you and I. The places you go, the things you do, it's not lined up with the things of the world. But just evident, when you're walking down the street, there's a glow all over you. And when you speak out, you speak out with authority. Amen? And when you speak and when you do things, there's power in what you're saying. Amen? Hallelujah. We have that, people. We have that. We have that in us. The Bible says, greater is he that is in you than he that's in this world. Amen. I want to live for Jesus. I need Jesus. Will you grow in faith this week, today? Whatever you're going through, will you trust God? Amen. Will you trust God? Amen. You know, 
I'm trusting in God. Whether it's good or bad in my own physical being, whatever I hear in my reports on the natural, I need to trust God in everything that I... Because how many of us can know that? One, somebody tell you one stuff, it can cause havoc in your life. Amen? I got to tell them, speak to the hand. Speak to the hand. Amen? Trust Jesus. Amen? Trust Jesus. Allow him to just take full control of your life. God bless you. Thank you, Pastor Luigi. We let, we, we're over there while we're supposed to, but uh, we're going to go and collect our offerings right now. And in the meantime, um, yeah, God is good. Amen? Yes. And um, there's no time for God. All our time is for God. Amen. We cannot put a limit on what He's what he going to give to us because, again, I'm going to go. When He gave His Son, He gave it His all. So we've got to give Him our all. Amen? Amen. So everybody, we are all living on the sanctuary, happy, filled, godly filled. Amen. All right, let's bow our heads. I'm going to bless the um, offerings for today. Father God, we just come before you, Father, with open hearts, minds, body, soul. And uh, we give you and glorify you this day, Father God, that we can give back to you. For all that we receive from you, Father God, and all that you give to us, you build us on, our, on your foundation, in your eyes, in your ways, that you help us be bold and speak your words of wisdom, share your love, your grace, your mercy, so that we can overcome this world, Father God, in your ways. And we just thank you this day, Father, for all that you give to us each and every day, the lives that we live, good or bad, Father God, that you strengthen us and help us keep in your word, in your glory. I just thank you this day, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Right, we're going to... Um, yeah, we're going to close in the doxology, then I'm going to um, give out the pule after. All right? If we all rise. <laughs> love of Jehovah God and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all forevermore. Amen. Amen. Thank you, church. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.